And now, Planet Storytime listeners, here's T.M. Ganim's Live Long Galaxy Hopper. Episode 5, Part 2 of Into the Fire. But first, last time on Live Long Galaxy Hopper. After appearing on the planet of Combustibly in the galaxy of Ignatius, Livelong and Gonquick worked to put out the raging fires on the planet and saved the doggy inhabitants before they became enveloped in the flames. Gonquick was translating the dog language of Yelpenese for Livelong when an enormous fireball began surrounding the entire planet, causing the temperature to rise dramatically, making the poor dogmatics pant heavily and Gonquick's leaves to droop when Livelong realized that the dogmatics on the other side of the planet were still playing with the fire button on Fire Mountain. Without even thinking, Livelong turned into a swirling hurricane whose winds and rain would eventually extinguish the fire. Gonquick instinctively jumped into the quiet center of the massive swirl, the eye of Livelong's hurricane, and played armchair typhoon. Uh, uh, Mr. Spot there, Livelong. I need some of your stormy goodness right over there. And there. Well, that part really doesn't need it. But nothing could break Livelong's concentration, as the Cyclone of Righteousness continued to shift to the other side of the planet in search of the doggy culprits sending massive gusts of wind and torrential rain across the already strained planet of Combustibly, when from a distance, Livelong and Gonquick could see a group of rebel-rousing dogmatics bouncing up and down on the fire button, oblivious to the fiery havoc they were causing all around them. Uh, Over there, Livelong. Uh, That's where our fire-happy friends seem to be causing all the trouble. I'm on it, my friend. And Livelong zoomed in on Fire Mountain, thrashing the button side with wind and rain, causing the derelict doggies to run for cover with disgruntled growls. Upon seeing the pack of rebel dogs disperse, Livelong eased the storm to just a steady rain, so as to bring the doggies back out, but making them just uncomfortable enough that they wouldn't rush back to their fire button o fun. The lead dog, Zeta, barked up. Hooray! Riff rolling on! Yeah, he said, uh, what's going on? Gonquick assisted unnecessarily. Uh, thanks, Gonquick, uh, I got that. You know what, uh, you all can go ahead and speak in Yelpanese. Uh, Gonquick here can translate. All right, Ren. Responded Zeta, a bit dejected, thinking his doggy accent must have been too hard to understand. Livelong tried to be tactful. Uh, you know, I'm sure you all were just trying to have a good time, but uh, did you realize that by pressing the fire button over and over, you were setting the whole planet on fire? Uh, uh, Well, Zeta says that's just what Alfie says. Uh, Alfie doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, Alfie doesn't like having any fun. A real stick in the mud. Likes to put a damper on the fire, if you will. Uh, Zeta says the fires haven't bothered his pack. Uh, well, have you actually listened to Alfie's story? Mmm, uh, uh, they don't talk. Uh, they're not on barking terms, as it were. Uh, well, let's fix that. 
And with great determination, Livlong rose up like a tall crane and extended an enormously long arm that stretched to the other side of the planet of Combustibly and held out a fantastically large hand for Alfie's pack to climb onto. Except that Alfie and the other dogs were confused by this island-sized hand extended before them, and Livlong could tell they needed encouragement. Uh, Gunquick, uh, could you help me out here? And Gonquick rushed by air in a flash to hover over the pack of doubtful doggies and reassured them. Uh, hop aboard, dear doggies in distress. Uh, it's time to work things out with Zeta and company. And Livlong is just the kind of cloud to lend a helping hand. Uh, uh, clearly, um, all aboard. I'm sure Livlong's arm is getting tired. From a distance, Gonquick could hear Livlong's appreciation. Good call, Gonquick. Uh, arm is aching. Aching badly. And quickly, Alfie and company hopped aboard Livlong's open palm, and upon Gonquick's A-OK, Livlong gently but swiftly pulled the pack back over to meet Zeta and company at Fire Mountain, right next to the fire button. The two dogs stared at each other and growled. Zeta fired the first salvo with Gonquick interpreting. Uh, uh, Zeta says Alfie is a no-fun-having-no-funster. Alfie responded and Gonquick relayed. Uh, I am not. Zeta replied. R2. Am not. R2. Am not. Okay, okay, okay. We're not getting anywhere like this. Uh, Look, you all. You're all on the same planet here. You've got to be able to have your fun and keep everyone safe at the same time. Uh, uh, Well, Zeta says, yeah, well, no one tells us what to do. And just then, one of the smaller pups in Zeta's pack impatiently jumped on the fire button playfully, but instead of sending the flame up out of the top of the mountain, there was an explosion at the button itself, sending everyone falling back upon their bottoms. The wee pup suffered a burn that singed off most of its fur. Luckily, it wasn't worse. Still, it didn't feel good, and the wee pup was embarrassed for losing so much fur. Zeta stepped closer to check on the injured puppy and realized it was his daughter, Zena. Then, Zeta saw something in his daughter's eyes that he had seen somewhere before but didn't know where. And then, he realized it was the same look that was in the eyes of the pups in Alfie's pack. Xena was hurting the way they were. Zeta's heart began to pound, and his eyes filled with tears, and Zeta howled into the smoky, combustibly air. (laughs) Gunquick looked at Livlong and announced, No one shall ever be harmed by the fire button again. No one. (laughs) Alvy, will you help make sure of that? (laughs) You bet, Zeta. The two dogs looked at Gonquick with slight irritation. Uh, Oh, oh, I realize that you don't need my translation. That's right. Uh, But I did. Thank you for that, Gonquick. Job well done. And as the dogs began to regain their barking terms, Livelong and Gonquick began to lift away from Combustibly to the sound of grateful barks. 
When suddenly there was a flash of light so blindingly bright that all live long in Gonquick could do was close their eyes tight. When, oh, oh not again, uh, when what happens next? Uh, tune in next time, fellow galaxy hoppers, and always remember, live long! <laughs> <laughs>